The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Let's get started. They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. This is Geek Counter Geek. Geeks! With Misty Callahan and Keith Conrad. Well, maybe it's one of those other shows, like Outer Limits. Confuse the Twilight Zone with the Outer Limits? Do you even know me? This is Geek Counter Geek number 144. Not to be confused with 145 or 143. No, completely different. Uh, I'm Keith Conrad. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Keith R. Conrad. And you are? Misty A. Callahan. And that's at Misty A. Callahan on the Twitter. And uh, this is Geek Counter Geek. And uh, last week we talked about the uh, the Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. and the uh, 60th anniversary. Eels. And I, I got a little bit of uh, grief on the uh, social medias. That Ooh. We had an episode about the Twilight Zone and actually didn't spend that much time talking about the Twilight Zone. Well, that's so. fair. That's fair. Then we deserve to be dragged for that. We do. And dragged we were. But, uh, <laughs> but this, is, this is a new week and, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna try to do better. New week, new um, probability of being dragged. That's fine. This is fine. Well, I mean, now we'll get dragged for something else. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, if you're not getting dragged for something on Twitter, then then what are you doing? Exactly. You must be doing something wrong if you're not getting dragged. Exactly. If you just have an opinion on anything, like, I like vanilla. What? And uh, I have to say that, uh, you know, normally you would hear me mention mm-hmm. uh, follow at Geek Counter Geek on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that account has been suspended. Oh, wow. What happened? I don't know. So do you think somebody, like, kind of hacked into our old account and then, like... I, I have no idea mm-hmm. what happened because it isn't, like, I, I haven't gotten any messages about what it's about. Uh-huh. When I try to reach out to Twitter, I don't, I get no response at all. Maybe we should just make a new one call it, like, Real Geek Counter Geek. Now watch somebody grab that really quick. <laughs> can't get it <laughs> uh yeah uh, that's that's one option and uh but the the facebook is still okay uh, the facebook is still rolling yeah. we're still rolling so again just find him at keith r conrad on the tweeter and i'm at misty a callahan but for this week we have something new and improved to be dragged for and since it is the halloween season we decided to watch kind of like a what is it a Horror comedy, comedy horror. We watched Zombieland Double Tap. And you and I are both big fans of the original Zombieland. It is worth pointing out. As I have said, I do believe previously on a prior podcast here on Geek Counter Geek, um, I have a fascination with zombie films, and that's due to my mom having me watch the original Night of the Living Dead when I was a young kid. Long story on that one. Um, but, yeah, so I I devour any sort of zombie entertainment. Um, so definitely loved the first one. Definitely had to see the second one. And, well, what do you think? Should we tell them the, should we tell them the, the good, the bad, and the ugly, or should we just go all in? Uh, I... I did like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that uh, uh, would have been a lot better mm-hmm. if this would have come out. I don't know, five years ago. Yeah. Because I mean, <laughs> for, first of all, the like mm-hmm. ten years has passed. Yeah. And they don't gloss over that. It's ten years uh-huh. later, 
and yet the world is basically in exactly the same state that we saw it the last time. Sort of, yeah. But so, then, so like, like, the zombies, there have been some zombie mutations. But... What what I, what I'm saying is that uh, uh-huh. you know being a nerdy guy like I I think of the practical mm-hmm. elements of all this and the world would be a lot worse. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, like like the only thing that actually shows any wear and tear is the White House, mm-hmm. and uh, that's just on the outside. On the inside, it looks fine. Yeah. But do you think about uh, like visiting Chernobyl? Like if you look at. Uh, you know, like footage of people visiting Chernobyl ten years after it was evacuated. Mm-hmm. It's not looking too good. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's really not looking good thirty years later. But yeah, they, that that was something that jumped out at me. Is you know, wow, the world mm-hmm. looks in pretty good shape considering the fact that the world ended ten years ago. Yeah, in fact, the only thing that burned down was Graceland, apparently. Yeah, yeah, that that that's there. Um, the what I overall I thought it was meh. It was okay. Um, my personal recommendation is that you wait until it's on DVD or on a streaming service, and then you can watch it there. Save yourself the whatever it is going to cost you. We we tend to go little inside baseball here. We tend to go to the um, matinees uh, to save a little little cash. Um, but if you go to the regular showing, it could probably easily cost you forty bucks if you go with a, a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever mahoodle. Um, and yeah, save yourself the the cash. Um, my biggest issue with it was like it's okay. So it's Zombieland double tap. So you're expecting to see kind of like that same world, that same universe, um, breaking the fourth wall kind of thing. You know, in a sense, um, with Columbus where he kind of like narrates or whatever. But it's almost as if they were trying to rehash some of the old jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of found that more like kind of uh, like it wasn't really funny. Some of the some of the things were some some aspects were funny, but it wasn't as funny as the first one to me. And like it just seemed like like you said, it should have came out a couple of years ago and then like it would have would have fit a little bit better. I don't yeah. know. Like it would have been a, <laughs> I would have probably found it a little bit funnier. I don't know. But yeah, it was eh. Yeah, like like I said, I, I mm-hmm. well, it, it is definitely like mm-hmm. the same characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if you liked mm-hmm. them in the in the first movie, you're you're gonna like them like them here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a few new people, mm-hmm. but um, you know, from from that perspective, from like a just checking in on these people again ten years later. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty good from that respect. It's pretty good from that respect, but again, it's like some, like I said, like the the humor aspect of it just seemed like really recycled. Like you know, one of the new characters, uh, Madison, she's like the ditzy airhead. Like you don't know how she's surviving, and she's more annoying than like a funny foil to the rest of the characters who are like kind of grim and sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had, like, the stoner uh, guy who was in there, and they had, like, you know, it was making fun of hippies and, you know, college kids and stuff like that. And it's, like, again, like, it just really seemed recycled um, and all that kind of jazz. Yeah. Like, I just, ugh. It was well, just I, more annoying in some respects. The humor was kind of more annoying than anything. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, you know, we, we've said it already a couple times. If this had come out... Mm-hmm. Five years ago, it wouldn't, or like two yeah. years after the original, probably would have landed a lot better. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, ten years later, it was a 
It was a bit of a thing. Although I will say they did actually draw attention to that kind of well. Because, yeah, they did. Um, uh, Woody Harrelson, uh, Tallahassee, says, nut up or shut up. And one of the new characters says, oh, that line is so 2009. Yeah. So, so that was kind of cute. Um, my other issue was, like, the ending, I won't spoil it in case you do really want to see it, um, was it just kind of, they built up to this um, big battle between the living and the dead, and it was just kind of like, eh? It just seemed kind of weak, I guess. I don't know. Like, it, I was just expecting more tension, you know, because at the end of the big uh, first zombie land where they had the f- big fight at the um, the carnival, the carnival thing. thing, whatever, um, I, there were some moments where I was just like genuinely concerned for the like the one of these characters. Oh, my gosh. Like Tallahassee's going to bite it. You know, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Um, I didn't really get that from the ending on this one. Um, trust me, you guys, if you see it, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. Um yeah, just overall, I thought it was okay. It's not horrible. I've seen horrible movies. I've seen terrible zombie movies. I've seen stupid zombie movies. It wasn't that. It was just forgettable, I guess. I would say that was a good thing, although a, a good description. Although I will say that the, um, you know, borrowing from uh, Marvel, as everybody is these days, mm-hmm. there is a post credit scene. Or yes. more like a mid-credit Yeah, scene. mid-credit, which I thought that's what I really liked about it, the, mid, the uh, mid-credit scene, I guess, with Mr. Murray. Yeah. And, and uh, by the way, that, that's, a to, to me, a big plot hole. Uh-huh. In, in that movie <laughs> is, um, you know, again, we didn't say this is a spoiler-free mm-hmm. review, so... Uh, I did keep the ending spoiler-free. Right. But there's a there's a moment where uh, one of the new characters says, "Oh, I almost murdered you guys." Uh huh. And then she goes on to explain, "Hey, some people broke into Bill Murray's house and and and, sh- and accidentally shot him." Uh huh. And then I, me, my nerd brain just, you know, like the the wheels are immediately turning. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Well, how is anybody going to actually know that that happened?" Because they're the, the, somebody the had to tell somebody, like yeah. probably Tallahassee or one of them had to say something. Yeah. Somebody had to have actually like said something to somebody. Yeah, like I, I can't imagine any of those four saying it. Hey, mm-hmm. we broke into Bill Murray's house and, and killed him. So, like, how did anybody know about that? And and that that actually bothered me a little. Like for for a good five minutes after that, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think like the best, uh, uh, this is going to sound terrible, but the best part of the movie for me was that m- mid credit scene with Bill Murray. Um, and again, I don't want to like give too much away, but it's kind of like it shows him the day that the zombie outbreak like really caught on. Yeah. So I won't give away too much. There's a funny scene with him and another like, you know, like a news person. We'll keep that a secret, too. Um, but yeah, that was like the best part of the movie the mid credit scene for me the best part about uh the best part about this podcast Mm -hmm. of course hearing about all of the uh the wonderful headphones and accessories you can get from tweet audio i still need to get some headphones well so this would probably be a good time to actually get a new set of headphones for myself because if i remember correctly tweet audio had various types of headphones that I could choose from. 
Well, Missy, it's funny you should bring that up because uh, Tweaked Audio has eight colors and styles available, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed Ooh. to sound great for music and talk, you know, like we're doing right now, talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a noise-reducing design, a limited warranty, and if you use the mm-hmm. discount code GCG at checkout, you can get 33% off and free worldwide shipping anywhere in the world, even uh, even Syria. If, mm. if you need headphones in Syria. Or if you live in the United States of Zombieland. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I will definitely check that out. I will see if I can use the GCG code for myself. Shh. It'll be our um, secret. Yeah, I, I won't say anything if you do. If you don't. Okay. Sweet. Shh. It's our secret, guys. I'm going to use the, our, our own discount code for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, so we, we've come to the, the point in, uh, in in this podcast that uh, I like to call the pop culture blind spot segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do it once a month. Last month, I watched Howard the Duck. Which, which somehow you had gone your entire mm-hmm. life up until then without seeing it. And I could have gone my the rest of my life without ever seeing it. It was just like I said in the, that podcast. It was a series of random events with a duck. And it happened. I was like, wow, that movie is just a thing that happened. (laughs) And, you know, I I will say that uh, one thing that's somewhat unique about me is there's Mm -hmm. actually quite a few things. Yeah. Just like random pop culture things. Like James Bond. I haven't haven't seen any James Bond movies. Feel (sighs) free to judge me. Everybody does. I wanted to try to get you to watch that. But we didn't watch James Bond this month. We did watch RoboCop. Which, up until that point, I had not seen. And, and I haven't seen the, the the new rebooted RoboCop, which I, haven't I seen that either. so poorly it didn't even get a sequel. Wow, I didn't even see that. I didn't even know that was a thing. Wow. Okay, so it oh, must yeah, have been really bad. Samuel L. Jackson and everything. Oh, jeez. Not as the Robo. Mm-hmm. but as somebody else. Oh, well, eee. yikes. Um, listen, I, I'm not going to say that uh, uh, RoboCop is as um, bad as Howard the Duck. Because mm-hmm. it's, I don't think uh, RoboCop is going to end up on anybody's like worst movies ever made list, mm-hmm. which Howard the Duck routinely does. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was, uh, like, I, I, I don't understand why anybody... Like, I remember, especially, like, people my age, a little mm-hmm. bit older, like, you know, that was a landmark movie for them. Yeah. Like, Why? <laughs> I found it was it was really entertaining for me watching it with you because, like, we found ourselves laughing more than anything, like... <laughs> right. And, and look, like, it was just where, so hilarious. The, the, the scene where he gets... Uh, uh, Murphy gets killed, and, and again, there will be spoilers. Yeah, spoiler alert, um, Murphy gets killed. Yeah, the, the scene where Murphy gets killed... It was hilariously heard, bad. how graphic it was. And, and I don't know if, like, I don't know, expectations were lower, mm-hmm. but I'm looking at it like, this is just kind of funny. Because, <laughs> like, he's sitting there, it was, like, cartoonishly, like, he's dying cartoonishly to me. Like, he was like, they were shooting at him, like, pow, 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 pow. They're taking like for, machine for guns and like they're shooting at him. Rocket like launchers, for, yeah. And, and he's just sort of like like flailing around. Uh, and, and I'm like, well, I 
first of all, like, the force of all these bullets would have knocked him over like a- after about a, a second. <laughs> of this. Again, it was cartoonish, like how he was dying. And then like, of course, his partner was just standing like, not, well, she was behind the wall watching it. Right. At that yeah. point, she didn't. Um, it was. Well, I know she found him, but I don't remember if she was there watching it. I'm pretty sure she was watching it and she didn't do anything. And I I forget, (laughs) speaking of people getting shot in cartoonish ways, Mm -hmm. uh, I forget if it was right before or right after where they they bring in the giant claymation robot, Mm -hmm. which again... Stop motion. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine watching that in a movie theater and thinking, oh, that looks really real and intimidating. Um, they, they bring that into a board meeting and it, it ends up shooting one of the, um, <laughs> what, what are that the, was before what, what are the execs. And, and again, it's like a cartoonish thing. Yeah. Where they literally just keep shooting the corpse for like five <laughs> minutes. And I'm like, I, I think you got him, but everybody just kind of, after that happens, they're just like, oh, okay. Just kind of goes about their day. Meeting adjourned. <laughs> Like, there's, like, no follow-up to it. There's, like, no, oh, maybe we should send, like, you know... Uh, have, a, like, a 20-second funeral ba- scene or something. Yeah, a fruit basket to the deceased's wife or something. It was just... Uh, you know, it, it, it would be interesting to see a well-done reboot. Um, but at the same time, it was just... It was more funny... <laughs> To me, than like, and, and like I, the cri- like the cr- criminals at the end, like when they had like the car that was blowing up or whatever, like they're going on their crime spree. Yeah, and I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think it was intentional either. No, no, it wasn't intentionally funny, but it was to us. Though I, I have to ask your opinion on like the. I think I kind of previewed the one scene with the guy uh, melting. Um, in our, one of our last podcasts when we talked about right. it. How did you feel about, like, the guy who went in to, like, the uh, toxic waste and just melted into a mutant? Uh, the whole time I'm thinking, um, man, because that, that was Peter Scolari, mm-hmm. who's, like, Tom Hanks' best friend. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, wow, boy, did their careers take different turns. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I just remember we were watching it, and you were like, that's not how that works. That's not how any of that works. <laughs> that, that was all I could think of was, you know, like, I, I don't know what kind of waste. I know it's supposed to be, like, the future or something. Uh-huh. I don't know what toxic waste they have laying around. They give you penguin hands? Yeah, I don't think. You know, his his skin melted off. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how he ended up with uh, with penguin hands. Yeah. And, and I'm like. I, I, yeah, I don't think that would happen, and it was just so cartoonish. I'm like, yeah. So, so like, I, I think you can do like the cartoonish violence thing if Itchy and Scratchy has has taught mm-hmm. us anything. So you can do the cartoonish violence, mm-hmm. but when it's done badly and it's cartoonish, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and maybe uh, 1980, whenever they mm-hmm. made that movie, I, I think it was the it was the mid to late 80s. Um, maybe that wasn't the best time to do that. No. Probably not. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Uh, uh, final thoughts on well, RoboCop. Much like uh, you and Howard the Duck. Uh huh. Um, I had gone my entire life mm-hmm. up to that point, having not seen it, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like I could have gone my entire life after this, however long that ends up being. 
um, without saying it, and probably would not have felt like my life was any less fulfilled. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, it, it was. It wasn't that. I'm great. sure all the people who worked on it worked very hard. It was something mm-hmm. they were proud of. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they went and faced their families after that, but it's fine. It's fine. This is fine. So next month we'll have another uh, pop culture pop culture blind spot, and, and this will will be yours again. And didn't we at some point decide that the choice was going to be between Apollo thirteen and the right stuff? Yes. So let us know. Hit us up on either our Facebook Geek Counter Geek. I would say hit us up on our Twitter, but that's now suspended. So hey, you know, hit us up hey, we directly. Can a, we can do a, uh, a poll on Facebook. Yeah, do a poll on Facebook, or you know, like I said, hit me up at Misty A Callahan or at Keith Conrad on the Twitters. Let us know what we should watch next month for our pop culture blind spot. Apollo 13 or the right stuff. I would have to, because uh, I believe that you said that you may have seen Apollo 13 before. You weren't quite sure. Is that the one with Tom Hanks? It is. Then I don't think I have. Oh, okay. Well, in that, and I know, I know for a fact you haven't seen the right stuff. No. Because that, that's like, there's a, there's an audience for that movie and. I have a feeling that up to this point, you probably wouldn't have been that person. No, probably not. Yeah. Sorry. Kind of have to be looking for space movie, space movies. Beep. Otherwise, you're not going to come in contact with it. No. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. People could shame, you know, you for not having seen Howard the Duck or yeah. me for not having seen RoboCop. I don't think anybody's going to judge you for not having seen the right stuff. That's okay. fair, because I had never even heard of it until you introduced it to me. Um, yeah, do you remember? Uh, do you remember in two thousand four there was that movie, um, The Day After Tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And that was like, uh, like everybody was saying, "Oh, you know, this is the global warming movie," and and I wonder if uh, because of that, like that's going to affect people's votes. Mm-hmm. Some people were saying, "Oh, I hope it does." Uh-huh. Uh, there was one person who called who said, "This is the movie the Bush administration doesn't want you to see." Because it's what's going to happen with global warming. Uh-huh. Now, there's a backstory about where the story for that actually came from that makes that sound absolutely nuts. Uh-huh. But that having been said, mm-hmm. this was sort of the same thing in 1984. Ah, okay. Because uh, John Glenn was running for president. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't get really all that far in the primaries, but he was running for president at the time. And uh, this movie features John Glenn quite prominently. Mm-hmm. And um, so because of that, there were people like, oh, you know, is this sort of a campaign ad for John Glenn? Uh, so it's sort of that, that same idea uh, in 1984. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll check it out eventually. So, uh, Or unless people vote for Apollo 13. So, again, let us know what should we watch next, next month, Apollo 13 or The Right Stuff. Misty, after you've uh, gotten your headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio, Jeez. you know you'll want to run to your nearest uh, website or podcatcher of choice to listen to the many uh, shows on the Radio Misfits podcast network, uh, including this very one right here, uh, Geek Counter Geek. And you've also gotten the winemakers, the bite goes on, second string sports dorks. Uh, Wine women. 
There's the uh, the Bar Rescue podcast that you're yes. into. All sorts of good stuff. Good radio hasn't died. It's just went to a better place. <laughs> and of course, yes. we wouldn't be here without the support of our uh, generous patrons on Patreon. Ooh. Or should I say patron? Because right now there's one. Um, I, I'm just going to say there's one. Right there's now. one so, right now. Okay. Well, we need to change that. And that is uh, that is Kevin, our mm-hmm. our first uh, patron. Aw, thanks, Kevin. You rock. And uh, you know we're we're hoping to get more because we'll have uh, bonus content on there. Mm-hmm. Bonus content. Uh, possible swag. swag. And uh, yeah, you get to support us and make our dreams come true. Aw. By supporting us at Patreon.com/slash Geek Counter Geek. I like it. Help and, us make our dreams come true, and then we can make other people's dreams come true. And when I say dreams come true, I mean my great American sci-fi epic novel. Yes, but uh, you have some very interesting news on your on your on your book that you're working on. I do. Um, I would say probably about ninety nine percent certain mm-hmm. that by the next time we record this, I'll be done. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. So that's that's a big deal because I think this is about like in all probably about five or six years in the making. Wow! Like I haven't been writing it for five or six years. Basically, mm-hmm. it's been write for a couple weeks, mm-hmm. put it off for six months, write for a couple weeks, put it off for eight months. Ah. So, but when I first had the idea, that was like five or six years ago. Wow. So that that's kind of a big deal. It is a big deal, and then you get to edit it, and then yeah, you get I'm, to. I'm, I'm sure actually getting finished with like the the mm-hmm. first like full draft. That's probably like mm-hmm. step number one of like 32. Yeah. I would also look into beta reading. If you are a beta reader um, and you are interested in reading a sci-fi action adventure historical novel. That, that's let us know. Nicely. Yeah. Let us know. Hit Keith up at Keith R. Conrad on the Twitter and let him know. Hey, I'm a beta reader. I'll read your book. And uh, that would be extremely helpful because yeah. uh, most of the people who have read it up to this point mm-hmm. are related to me. Yeah. So, you know, as, as much as they may like it, mm-hmm. probably not the uh, the best judge. To, to <laughs> go with. You know, like I, I probably can't like submit it to a publishing house and be mm-hmm. like, well, my dad and my brother really liked it. <laughs> true, so, true. So, yeah, let us know um, if you want to beta read for Keith. Um, and you are hip deep in Inktober right I now. I am. I'm way behind, too, because, like, I skipped a day. And when you start skipping a day, and then it's like you're way far behind. But I'm working on three right now. Um, three different images. Uh, just finished one. Hopefully I can finish the other two by the end of the night. It depends. Um, there's this one, uh, the prompt for Ash, uh, one of my um, indie comic book characters, um, is going to find either a family member or just one of his kind because he's the last kappa and if you are into um yokai um that is like the little water the water child the little kind of turtle goblin guy whatever that hangs out in the rivers anyway so 
I have a Kappa. He's the last of his kind. And most of them died out for various reasons. Some disease, some um, because of the bombings of Hiroshima and because of like the fire bombings of Tokyo. So and then also just hunting um, from humans and stuff. So um, he is going to perchance upon one of, like I said, either one of his kinds or one of his family members just as Ash. Um well, that's kind of sad. It's sad, yeah. Um, it's kind of dark. Um, but the, all that to say, um, whether or not I get finished with all three images by the end of the night depends upon largely if I want to go full scale with a background on that prompt. Um, and have, like, debris and everything in the background, which well, will take forever. But it's a yeah. daily prompt. I think you can, you can make them sort of... Easy peasy. Somewhat bare bones. Yeah. Get the the point across. Just get the point across. All right. Well, I'll try to do that then. Um, Just finished um, a a prompt for Wild, um, which also used uh, my Kappa guy. um, But it was actually kind of interesting. I don't know. You probably won't think this is interesting other than me. Um, But I tried to find the kanji for Suijin, which is a water god in Japanese. Um, And um, in this book that I read about yokai, that some kappa were worshipped as Suijin. Um, And so my kappa guy is thought of as a Suijin because he has aquakinesis or he can control water. Think Water bending. If you're into Avatar: The Last Airbender, is aquakinesis a thing? I just made it a thing. Oh, nice. No, probably from Marvel, and probably read it somewhere in a comic book. But anyway, um, so I have him kind of like using his like water bending or water kinesis, whatever you want to call it, abilities to write out suijin in water. So it was like this strange kind of like walking the thin line here of trying to make kanji still legible but kind of make it look like water because you know some languages like if you just make the stroke one wrong way it becomes like something else completely um as many uh, millennials have learned with their tattoos oh my gosh you know slight segue on that note i remember a friend telling me that she went to um, Chinatown here in Chicago and she went with a bunch of friends and there was a group of uh, uh, girls. This was like back in like the nineties when like wearing um, shirts that had like the Chinese characters on them mm-hmm. was like huge and it was hot. Well, this one girl, I guess, walked in with a Chinese character on a shirt and like a group of girls um, were kind of giggling in the corner. And eventually one of the girls walked over to the girl with the character on a shirt. And she's like, that just says outhouse. So, yeah, so you got to be <laughs> so you got to be careful. All that to say um, it was a fun experiment. I don't know if it'll work if somebody's like, you know, can read kanji um I, feel free to drag me if it says something other than suijin i appreciate it. Not, not to not to backtrack but uh-huh. uh when, when the person was buying that t-shirt mm-hmm. like what did they think they were buying was it like they probably just thought it was pretty the, looking like the said, like the character was pretty ish kind like, of thing that, but it, it said like, it said outhouse said relief and it actually was outhouse or something 
I don't know what she thought it was, but it's like the character itself said outhouse. Nice. Nice. So also good to know that there's a Japanese character. Well, that was Chinese. That Chinese. Was Chinese, sorry, character. Chinese character, character for, for outhouse. outhouse. Yeah. Um, so, Which, yeah, I guess that would have to be. Yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, so if you can read kanji, let me know. Check out Regeneratorum on either Instagram or Twitter because I common post spelling. common spelling. Oh, gosh. I'll, one of these days, I'll just have to spell it here, but it's like I can never do it off the top of my head. I have to spell it as R-E-G-E-R, whatever. Regeneratorum, pretty much how, it's, how it sounds on Instagram or Twitter. Check out the arts because that's where I post the arts these days. And I am also still have to finish up my, my website. So, yeah, uh, that's where I'm at. remember, uh, visit our Facebook, facebook.com slash geekcountergeek to vote on what uh, Misty is going to watch for the first time uh, next month. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apollo 13 or The Right Stuff. I'm hoping for The Right Stuff, but don't let that inter- influence <laughs> your vote. Uh, and uh, visit uh, all the uh, great podcasts on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. And, of course, support this very show on patreon.com slash geekcountergeek. Please give us more than one patron. We appreciate it. <laughs> the proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cabotron.